You are Locked On Mavericks, your daily podcast on the Dallas Mavericks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is going to be huge. 360 in the contract, never that. I just take the contact, I'll bring it back. I'm running on the fast break, behind the back. Yeah, this, that, this, that, this, that. Dirk with the Welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, media member at MavsMoneyBall.com, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, the editor of Smoking Cuban and writer at Mavs.com. What you got for me, Isaac? So I watched this McDonald's high school dunk contest. and You were watching Zion's Hill? Okay, so I was watching Zion, but I was watching Nasir Little, too, because I'm so excited to watch him at Chapel Hill next year. No. So, I've never seen a dunk contest like this because, okay, when they just announced Zion's name, there's like six dudes in the contest and one girl, and they just announced his name. Everybody's just going nuts. When Zion would dunk, the judges were up in their seats, standing up with their phones. <laughs> the judges. When the judges are taping with their phones and the contestants you're competing against have their phones out, then you know that you're about to do something crazy and what he does for his weight and height. And it's, it's, uh, it's remarkable. It's insane. He is as much of a freak athlete as LeBron was, I think coming out. Yeah. Yeah, I, for sure. And I think he's a you know, little shorter because I've stood, I've stood right next to him. Yeah. I think he's maybe an inch or two shorter than LeBron. Uh, he's also still like 17. He could go. He could hit another growth spurt at some point. You know, Giannis did it. I think Paul George did it. There's a co- bunch of guys that have done it, like in the league when they first, you know, when they first actually came into the league, not even considering college. Zion's just he's so thick. You know, my dad texts me. He's like, he looks like he's 28, and I mean, yeah. he he's just a monster. And but so another contestant in it was Olivia Nelson Ododa. She's committed to UConn. Okay, and they're like. They give her the ball. She's like the third contestant. I'm like, okay. Goes in and throws it down one-handed. I'm like, let's That's go. That's what's up. Like, That's what's up. And so, like, the place just went nuts. Um, the only problem is that that's her only dunk in her arsenal. So, Oh, so she, she tried got, again like, and that was it. Well, she did the same dunk from the baseline and everybody's like, oh, cool. And that was and that was it. Let me ask you, but, qu- let me ask you a question then. I'll talk about what we're going to get to today. The, uh, I got one more take from this thing. Was were the judges better than the actual NBA dunk contest judges? Uh, well, um, please, anybody could be better than <laughs> the dunk contest judges. If, At least a couple of them. At least three. Of Zion them. Zion could have won the NBA dunk contest last year. Whenever wow. he joins, he yeah, oh yeah. I mean, no, yeah, he I mean, he, he definitely, especially last year's. Yeah, I mean, he pulled off a dunk tonight. To where he he brought it back behind himself. It was just. It was it like was, farther than you could even imagine somebody reaching. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, it, he, he, th- he could have like picked it up off the floor and <laughs> dunked it. Like he threw it off behind he, him. Like his first dunk, his like casual first dunk. He stood at the three point line, threw it off the backboard, took like two and a half, three steps, and threw it between his legs. And then I mean, it's just stupid stuff. But Javon Quinterly. The new point guard that's going to replace Jalen Brunson at Villanova. Yeah. Ban this guy from every dunk contest. Oh. <laughs> from the history, the future of all dunk contests. This brother got the ball, went down the lane, and did a finger roll. 
the crap you doing? And he thought it was the coolest thing in the world. Hashtag jelly fam. Okay. <laughs> he did his jelly little thing on, on a dunk contest. I'm like, come on, bro. Like, I, I think it's cool. You want to be a part of the, the crew, the jelly fam crew, all that stuff. That's cool. But not in a dunk contest. I mean, the crazy thing is he got higher numbers on that than his first dunk. That's sad. I got two things anyway. on that. Was Dwight Howard's Superman dunk a dunk? No, it was not a dunk. But at least it was like impressive. He was way up in the air. This guy just jumped up and I mean I know it's like difficult to do. I mean I can't do it. But in a dunk contest, like, come on. Also, isn't the whole also isn't the whole point of the jelly is that you cross somebody over first? I think so. The con I thought it was just the concept of where you jump back you jump like you're gonna dunk it and then you bring it around like and do a finger roll with your legs going out like Jordan. But I swear I read either a New York Times or Complex or something. It had like a white background with black letters. <laughs> like you know how you just remember what websites look like. Microsoft but you, Word. But you can't, no, like the logo and the uh, like the surrounding graphics. I swear that that they're talking about Isaiah Washington, who's the who's that point guard from New York that kind of started this whole Jelly Fam thing. And I I swear that he said that you have to like cross somebody over first. Like that was the whole point of doing the Jelly. And now people are just doing it like, well, this guy <laughs> didn't cross no one in front. Over, of, so. Yeah, no, he he crossed himself out of the dunk contest. So all right, now that we have already been got deep into the podcast, that is not what we're talking about today. We have uh, we're five minutes in, Nick. Yeah. We, <laughs> Or deep now. or the or the new twenty percent in the pocket. <laughs> that's true. That's true. So we have a grab bag of a whole bunch of random stuff that we want to get to today, but we're excited about it. Uh, we got some news today, some draft news, also some actual Mavericks news. Uh, I have a Sotnam shame. I'm bringing it back. Uh, we used to yes. do this at the very beginning, uh, and I haven't seen. I actually, honestly, I haven't seen a lot of these since. Uh, it's mostly just around trade deadline and around the yeah. the draft and free agency and stuff like that. So we'll get to the Sodom shame, and I'll explain what that is. Uh, you guys are going to stick around to listen to that. And then uh, I got a couple questions from, from uh, Isaac's podcast with Jonathan Charks and Jamil Warney. So he did those, I think, last weekend he did those. I think Charks was on Friday, and I think Jamil was on Saturday. So if you want to go back and listen to those podcasts, the Jonathan Charks article, he's a writer at The Ringer, really, really good draft guy. I mean, he, I mean, honestly, I think he's one of the best. He he writes articles, and it makes me want to draft that guy. That's how good he is. Like, he writes the Jaron Jackson Jr. article. I'm like, oh, let's draft that guy. He writes the Mikhail, the Mikhail Bridges article. I'm like, oh, no, let's draft that guy. Like, that's, that's how good he is. He convinces you that everybody is, like – super super good and, and is worth picking you know as high as they should yeah i mean he gets paid full time to write for the ringer to pretty much write about the draft stuff so yeah completely so that somebody gets paid full time to watch to write about the draft and they, they know should. more than we do <laughs> <laughs> but i think just of anybody i think he's really really good at it yeah yeah he, for sure he's up there so that's what we're going to get to today. So let's get right into it. By the way, I'm also tracking the uh, Grizzlies versus Timberwolves game right now. Isaac, the Grizzlies are up 99 to 93 with 14 seconds left. They got this in the bag. Let's go, Marc Gasol let's MVP. Let's go, Kobe Simmons. Okay, honestly, this is a really great stat line from Marc Gasol right now. 20 points, 10 boards, 6 assists, 2 steals, and 3 blocks. Okay, fill it up. Okay, fill it up, yeah. Marc Gasol. All right, so let's get into the the, the uh, Mavericks draft news today. Michael Porter Jr. declares for the draft. Did you see his Instagram video? <laughs> no. 
So he does this Instagram video. He thanks everybody in Missouri. He thanks everybody for his time there and all this stuff. And they do this he, weird he thing. And maybe this is just like my producer mind, but they do this weird thing where you know how you have a two shot, right? You have the, the shot going, the straight on shot right in front of you. Then you have a two shot over on the side, which usually yeah. shows like the side of the face, right? His two shot was like behind his head, but looking directly at his like ear hole. <laughs> so it's like instead of looking at the like the angle of his face looking towards the other camera you're just looking at the side of him <laughs> it's the weirdest Interesting. it was just the weirdest thing i've ever seen so i don't know whoever's doing his videos but man if you get drafted by the mavericks hire me i'll do your videos for you <laughs> uh, michael porter jr declares for the draft not surprised at all yeah not surprised i mean i think it he could have been a i mean obviously he knows he's probably going to go in the top 5 or 6 but you know, he's just got a lot to prove. We've talked about him a lot. Um, you know, this is something not very many people are talking about is these guys declaring. I mean, we're, one guy out of this group not declaring could be huge yeah. for the Mavericks. the Mavericks. So yeah. if you're a Mavericks fan, I mean, you just want to – I mean, we're assuming all these guys are going to come out. We're assuming Wendell Carter, Marvin Bagley, who just got put out. We're assuming they're going to come out. You know, if one or two – both of those guys don't, man, that – it instantly shrinks to a top, you know, four or five draft. And so, you know, we just kind of look over it. But it is big news when we see, you know, Shams tweet out the Porter's declaring, like, all right, good, you know, keep on coming, keeping them, all of y'all declare. So we're good to go. So, yeah, there's a, there's so much time between now and the draft, so much time between now and the lottery, even. I think I, I counted yesterday and told you, I think there are, if we continue to do five shows a week, which we did last year after the season. If we continue to do five shows, we'll have 36 pods between now and the lottery. And then we'll have like 70 shows between now or 60 something shows between now and the draft. So we we have so much time. So for everybody asking questions and stuff, we just got so much time between now and then we'll get to it for sure. And when it gets closer to the draft, you know, Nick and I, we're going to bring it, we're going to bring it back like we did last year. We're going to dedicate one pod to each of those top prospects. And we did the same thing last year. Um, we even did a couple pods to where we covered some of the guys, you know, projected in the late lottery to where we combined a couple like OG and Donovan Mitchell, some guys like that. So we'll hit each pod. You're going to get probably a 30 to 40 minute pod on Luca, Bamba, <laughs> eight, all of them. So, um, yeah, get, get ready for that. We'll probably do that. I don't know. Some point in May probably. Yeah, we might. I don't know. We might have to do that before the lottery, depending on where the Mavericks end up. Because <laughs> some, play- some players might be completely out of our league at that point. So, uh, And then the other news for the Mavericks is that J.J. Barea did not make the trip to California uh, to play against the Kings and the Lakers, which they will play later on this week. Uh, the last game of the week that they play is at Cleveland. So I'm assuming he's going to make it for that game, but it, they cited personal reasons. I think it was Dwayne Price. Um your colleague at maps.com that, that tweeted this. So he's not making the trip. Uh, I'm excited to see Dennis not have to play next to JJ for two games at least. <laughs> it's Dennis's show. I mean, that Carlisle said the other day after the game, you know, this is Dennis's show to run these last nine games, and Yogi will fill in right. You know, we got Aaron Harrison, so hopefully. Oh, good. Not. Yeah, we're covered. We're covered on that. <laughs> Covered on that he'll, front. By the way, some burn. when uh, when Carlisle said that, when he said it's Dennis's game, I'm like, you know he's leading all rookies in usage percentage. Like, like, <laughs> so how, when has it not been his yeah, show? Yeah, right. Like, how else can you make it his show? 
I guess this is one of the reasons why you just you, we we were also speculating in the last couple of pods who was going to stay and who was maybe going to rest some of these you know final games. There's about nine games left for the Mavericks. And, uh, JJ, hey, you ever get... JJ apparently is one of them. I got I got the question today. The, oh, question the question of when when people know like people know that hey you do Maverick stuff you know pretty much <laughs> to sum it up yeah. the casual friend or acquaintance or family member okay, or whatever yeah, it is yeah. do they ask you for tickets hey. no 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 well <laughs> that happens a lot random friends that you haven't talked to in like a year yeah. hey, bro could you hook me up no bro no anyway we might have access to tickets but not for you <laughs> but it's it's the question. Hey man, how's life going? Oh yeah, doing good. How's the Mavericks doing? Oh, about that. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> how do I answer that? Yeah. You know, um, I get that no, question man. all the time because I think the majority of my friends do not care at all about the NBA or about the Mavericks at all. Yeah, so it just puts you in that spot because, like, I mean, one, most people just come in like, oh, bro, we suck. I mean, which, you yeah, know, obviously, right. I'm not, I don't say stuff like that. I mean, come on. I do. You know, I would never. Would never say something like that. I would um, say that, but I kind of just I'm like, man, it's been a rough season, you know. And then I got, well, who's our best player this year? Like, <laughs> I love how he's like asking you, how are how are they doing? And then who's our best player? Like he's yeah, he's part of the team. In, like he's part of you. Because we live in Dallas. Dallas. <laughs> like ah oh, yeah, probably still Harrison Barnes. And uh, what about that kid? You know, I'm like yeah yeah, he's the good kid. too. He's good. And so yeah, it's it's. It's the question you get asked probably once once a week, twice a week, That's whatever. Hilarious. How are those Mavericks doing? Well, <laughs> one of the worst teams in the league. I get that question from my parents probably once a week. <laughs> I get a question from my dad like, hey, what's the Mavericks record now? Well, still under 20 games. <laughs> I feel like I've said that all year. <laughs> oh, man. Speaking of the kid, by the way, this is my Sotnam shame. I found oh, this. yes. I found this via the, the great and awesome and uh, – you know how when you hate watch something, you, have, you ever have a TV show that you like, I hate this, but yeah. I'm going to keep watching it? I can't think of one that I've had recently. Pretty Little Liars. <laughs> I watched that for a while with my wife, and we got like, I don't know, like a couple seasons in. I'm like, dang it, I don't even, like, freaking who's A? And then it's just I just got mad at it, and I'm like, they're dragging this on too long. But I just kept on watching because I want to know who A was. I know I'm going to get slack for this. Or flack. Oh, crap. Flack, flack or slack? I'm going to get flack in. I'm going to get flack in slack for this. I don't know. The ball show. I hate watched Arrow for a long time. I Uh, I kind of liked the first season of Arrow, and then I kept watching it. Laurel is the worst TV character of all time. She is just one of the dumbest characters in history. She thinks she can do, like, she thinks she can do anything. She started as, like, the, uh, she was, like, a lawyer, and then all of a sudden now she got, like, superpowers, but only because she, she like, learned how to defend herself. Like, she took some self-defense classes with some guy, and now all of a sudden she's like, I can fight crime too. And I'm like, no, you can't. <laughs> and she's always, like, ugh, I don't know. She's always crying. Like, Laurel's You can always reply crying. to Kirk on Twitter and say, well, we talked about Pretty Little Liars and Arrow. On this latest episode, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, when this Kirk when Kirk was like, "There's nothing to talk about," I'm like, "We'll find that. We'll find something." And we talked about Arrow with pretty little lies. You listeners out here, listeners out here, you always remember who was here and during the dark times. Yeah, we were here with the light through the tunnel, leading you through the dark moments of Mavericks history. Where are the other so Mavs podcasts? When the Mavericks Where are get they? on top of the mountain, 
there, there's going to be all these podcasts. There's yep. going to be all these new yep. sites and yep. all these things covering, like the Warriors now. They have like a million beat writers and all these different things. The Cavs. Remember us. Remember us when the times are over. Remember us when I'm long gone from here and I'm doing something else. Just remember that I was here for you. <laughs> <laughs> so th- this is the Sotnam Shame. So the Sotnam Shame comes from the great, and this is why I was talking about hate watching something. Mavs Nation Facebook group. This is a group. If you are on Facebook, blocked on Twitter. If you, no, 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 on on Facebook, it's a group. On it's a group on Facebook. Uh, Real quick, give me give me fifteen seconds. There's some Mavs things on Twitter. If you are listening, you steal stuff on Twitter. Oh, all the time. You steal stuff from beat writers. Who's the uh, what's the uh, pictures? I don't know. I blocked one the other day. There's one that Literally blocks still, me. It's like MFFL underscore something. They're like a pretty big account, but they steal everything. Like it's and it's like a like we talk about it within media. Like it's cool. Like you want to be a fan thing, but all you gotta do is put it at the end of it like photo by Nick Angst something, something like that. But like it's just you take pride in when you spend the money and when you don't get paid full time like we do. When you spend the gas money and all this different stuff to put into work for these things or to chase down a story to get a picture to whatever it is and then another site's you know like hey that's us it's worse when someone takes the picture and then they put their handle on it yeah yeah, like they edit their own handle into it and you're like yes okay maybe you edited this photo but you did not take it or you were not the source of it no so I block people so fast when I see that happen. Like, okay. That my thing with that was that tweeting, like tweeting the uh, the reports. So like, you know, uh, the Mavericks are signing Jamil Warney to a contract via or ten day contract via you know Mark Stein. But it's like in a tweet yeah. instead of just like quote tweeting the the quote Mark, tweet Stein, Mark Stein tweet. Like it's there. It's available. The retweet yeah. is there for a reason. All right, off the soapbox. So on the Mavs Nation Facebook group, which is a group you should be part of, I think you have to request to be part of it. But if you're still on Facebook Ooh. and you're allow, you're allowing your personal information Members to be taken, only. you're allowing your personal information to be taken by some sort of a political organization called uh, Cambridge Analytica. If you're if you're still part of that group, then go join. If they them. want to know when I go to Target, then they need better things to do with that in their life. <laughs> they keep a record of of which uh, emojis you send via the uh, Facebook Messenger app. They do keep it. Google keeps the tracks of your. We're going down really random tangent, but so we go. This to is this is what this pot you got. I I told you it would be a grab bag today, guys. This is what I warned well, you it was going to be. My wife and I go to a friend's house, another couple's house. Uh, normally every Monday night, or we used to, it was like the third or fourth Monday night in a row. We get in our car, and my notification comes on the from the Google Maps to their address because. They knew every Monday night we went there. Creepiest thing ever. But I Get was out like, my life. I hit one button. I was like, let's go. What's creepier is when right. Facebook Facebook used to do this thing where if you were nearby one of your friends, it would give you a notification. It would say, this person is nearby. I'm like, what the? I did not want to know that that random person that I met once is nearby. It's like me. an ex-girlfriend or something. You're like, hide. They're all in Ohio. It's okay. <laughs> All right, back to Mavs Nation Facebook. So the Mavs Nation Facebook group, if you guys go be a part of it, some of the worst comments that I have ever seen in my entire life are on that group. Just some of the worst things. This is where all of those weird memes and all of those weird pictures that people steal go. Uh, People just post random things. Like I saw somebody post an ad for painting your, uh, your sidewalk. You know how people in Texas, they paint their sidewalk for the numbers for their house? 
Yeah. This guy posted an ad that he was doing that there. I'm like, oh, this is not the time or place for that. Wow. <laughs> but I guess it's hmm. part of it. So someone posted this in the Mavs Nation Facebook group. And this is the Sotnam Shame. Sotnam Shame is anything that we read from a fan or somebody that is just a terrible either take or opinion or some sort of bad trade or some sort of bad free agency plan. Just something that's terrible and ridiculous. And we named it after Sotnam because he needed to be remembered. And it's an alliter- <coughs> and it's an alliteration. So this is the Sotnam Shame from Mavs Nation Facebook group. That was a long way to introduce that. I'm torn between Trey Young and Colin Sexton. They are the future point guard that Mavs need. Not just a high-flying dunker like Dennis Smith Jr. Dear God. <laughs> he um, should – isn't this – you said it's a members-only group? Yeah. Kick him out. Take yeah, his jacket. He's gone. <laughs> he should be gone. But the problem is about this, this post, and it wasn't just this post. It was that people underneath it were like, oh, yeah, completely. I, he's right. He, you know, <laughs> going with him, oh going gosh. along with him. Stop this. <laughs> If you think Dennis is just a dunker, you just missed most of the season. Yeah, you you just you cashed out at the very beginning. You just watched the dunk contest, and that was it. And that was it. Completely. <laughs> You're just taking the narrative. All right, that's the sound of shame. Let's get to the uh, the Charks podcast. So, Charks, I think, changed your opinion on something. Oh, crap. And I, Did he? We, I, I bounced back at him a couple different times. I want to rub it into your face. Change my opinion? Yeah. Okay. He convinced you that, that the Mavs should take Doncic over Aiton. No. In the podcast, in the podcast, you were like, yeah, yeah, you're going along with him. I say, yeah, I could see where he's coming from. I still have Aiton one. That's for sure. He changed your opinion in the podcast. You totally went with him. I have Luca two right now. Like, I put him over Porter. No, I, I still Aiton. No, Aiton's one. Aiton, that, that ain't moving for me. Unless Aiden breaks his leg. Okay, so... <laughs> I did like hearing what he had to say about Luca. There was one person that tweeted at me and said they thought he misspoke and said, because he literally did say this. This he is the question Luka, I'm going to ask you next. Luca's going to play the four? Yeah, we'll talk about that in a second. Okay, we'll ask your question. So what what changed to make you move up? Not just the Porter thing, but what what did Chark say or what did what kind of information did he give you to make you value Luca a little bit more? Um, he get, I had not thought about the fatigue that Luca could have been in right now. Yeah. That's something I hadn't um, really dug into a lot, just his schedule over the past two years, not just recently, but how he went from Eurobasket straight into league and how you know there's just really never been a break for him. So like a lot of the stuff that I've been watching over this past six months, you know, just seeing his defense or stuff like that his or streaky legs. shooting. Like his legs yeah. and his jumper too, I think are, are really affecting him. Yeah. So like just stuff like that to where I'm like, okay, you know, that made me think a little bit more. And, and Charks is really believer that he, he will become a, a really good, like knockdown shooter. And yeah. that's just a matter of opinion and who's gonna, and you know, I, I don't know. Like it looks good, but I like, I can't say that, you know, it's just opinion You know, of like, Oh, I think that will happen, you know? And so, yeah, I mean those two things right there, I like it because his his ball handling, his playmaking, his IQ, like I mean all that's just that's elite. I mean how he can run an offense and all that stuff. But I mean he did agree with me like the defensive wise. Like I mean you immediately have two players at that point, him and Dennis, that you're kind of trying to figure out defensively. But 
Which do you think would be a worse defensive pairing, Luca and Dennis or Luca and Devin Booker? Um, worse, yeah. probably probably Luca and that's hard. That is hard. It depends on where it's, you. It's it depends hard. on where you play them and who you play them with. So like, let's it's say who you play them with. That's so let's a, say like, it's I'm, it's Dennis, Luca, and Barnes, and Dennis Booker and Josh Jackson. Josh Jackson. Yeah. So I would rather take the Phoenix. Really? Because I think Dennis is probably a little better defender than Booker. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. It's hard. It's it's very very difficult. And I think you yeah. could put Josh Jackson on like twos and maybe some point guards. You're not putting Harrison Barnes on some point guards. Yeah, I just like their size. I like yeah the Phoenix's size, yeah. ability of Luca Booker Jackson, and like I know Dennis is he has some work to do defensively, but he's not going to get bigger or longer. So yeah, he's a square. We've talked about this a lot. He's a square. His yeah. his arms a, a very are, good square. Yeah, he's a very good square. His uh his his wingspan is the same as his height. So. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about that. Uh, what Chark said that kind of got everybody like, <laughs> does your dog ever do the thing where you say something to them, you say a word that they've never heard before, and they kind of cock their head, like they turn it to the side, like, Mur. like what you talking about, Willis? Yeah, <laughs> my dog does that all the time. Uh, <laughs> but that's that's what it made me do when when he said that Doncic is going to play the four in the NBA. Yeah, he's just I I think he think he he's viewing him as a more athletic like Turkaloo. And that he is a six eight, but see, Turkaloo was like six ten, six eleven. Yeah, but like, I mean, it's also in like this this day and age of this game right now. So like, I think he's seeing him in this like playing with Harrison Barnes. Like you could West play Doncic at the four the same way the Mavs have been playing Barnes at four. Like I think that's the same, even though Barnes is both bigger, like not not height wise, but bigger and stronger. Well, I think he's using it as a, like LeBron playing, you know, like LeBron. That's plays not the a good example lot. either. <laughs> LeBron's no, a well, I'm just, I'm, yeah, well, I'm just saying like the concept of having the playmaker at the yeah. four with like love, or, you know, at center and then three shooters around him, like right. something like that. I don't know if he will play the four. That's really interesting. The positions are so hard because, like, what's Giannis right now? You know what? Yeah. What's Ben Simmons? What are the, what <laughs> are the Celtics doing when they have all their guys? Yeah. So I think it's it's very very difficult. And these positions that we have in our head, the four, we think that you know we still have in our yeah, mind what a four is. The numbers didn't change the fact that like there's we still think of them as point guard, shooting guard, small forward, power forward, center. The numbers yeah. just like shortened it it just shortened the verbiage is all it kind of did and it's kind of like where you grew up too like so for like for us when i think of four i think of dirt kg duncan you know like those fours i even think of like horace grant you know something like that like those are fours carl malone that's like the first name that comes yeah carl malone like immediately fours i'm thinking of those guys whenever kids growing up now you know fours would be lebron ben simmons Giannis, you know jabari parker anthony davis yeah, Draymond, you know, that's like stuff like that. It's just crazy, but it's really weird. Speaking of uh Carl Malone in Utah, by the way, shout out to the uh the Stockton bros. Shout out oh, to uh, awesome. to to uh David Stockton, John Stockton's son getting a, a second two-day con- 10-day contract from the Jazz. That's pretty awesome. Heck yeah, man. How intimidating would it be though if your dad like had a statue in where you went to work? Yeah, <laughs> we went to work. Walking by, hey, Dad. <laughs> Just like every day, you walk by. 
how fun. I mean, if you're a Jazz fan this year, I mean, you're, you've had a pretty fun year. You know, your expectation, yeah. you lose Hayward and your expectations go down, but Mitchell and just, there's really nothing for them to lose right now. They could get swept in the first round and it's still like, man, what a fun year. All right, quick, quick, uh, hot takey question. Oh, crap. No, don't do it. Not on the pod. Donovan Mitchell going to be better than Gordon Hayward? Oh, okay. I think he's going to compare him to somebody else. Uh, yeah, for sure. That's crazy. Who would have thought? Yeah, 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 for sure. Who would have thought? Even, I think you were the highest person I knew on Donovan Mitchell, and still, I, you didn't have him anywhere close to this. I try not to like throw that out at all because I don't want to be like... I'll throw that um, out for you. You turned me on to him pretty quick. I don't want to be like... Um, fish or somebody in. wow wow just like shots fired shots fired right into the lake oh the donuts uh, are breaking uh, oh man. i didn't say who that was Derek fisher that's of course who i'm talking about God, speaking of Derek fisher that dude has no idea what he's doing on those on those players only broadcasts on tnt like get the, i think of you every time oh I my gosh i can't like, every time i turn on i have to mute it or something like brent berry is awesome i love brent berry he does the work you can tell because brent berry chris weber is good too i like him i like chris weber too i he's better than Derek Fisher. He, I, I haven't heard Red, or, uh, Chris Webber do a players only though. It's very different when they do players only. Okay. So Nate Robinson. Nate Robinson was fine. I mean, he it was his no. first. It was his first time ever on a broadcast. You could totally tell. And but it should be his. Last. But Derek Fisher gets on there, and <laughs> Derek Fisher is like still talking about a play that happened two possessions ago. He's just like so lost because he just takes so long to say what he's going to say. All right, moving on from that. Uh, Okay, there's only one thing I really wanted to bring up from the Jamil Warney pod from last week. Yeah. You've never heard of salmon and pasta, like, ever? It just, it sounded never like... Never in most, my life. It sounded like the most amazing thing in the world to you. I don't like seafood at all, but I've never heard of that before. I've only seen pasta with, like, ground beef in it. What? What about chicken? Never. You never heard of chicken and pasta at all? No. We had spaghetti tonight. I've only seen like beef, like in spaghetti. I've never seen anything else. What? Uh, any other kind of fish? Like no other fish in, in pasta? What about shrimp? Nothing. Like an Nothing Alfredo else in pasta in my entire life. I've never seen anything. Then like red meat. Then yeah, red meat and sauce and like freaking noodles or whatever. But you're a total red sauce kind of guy. Oh yeah. See, I'm a thou- I'm a hundred percent white sauce guy. That's just straight weird. I mean, unless it's like fettuccine Alfredo. Yeah, like that's what that. I had tonight. I had some Alfredo tonight. Yeah, with chicken in it. Yeah, I like that. Okay. Okay. So you're not. I thought you meant like lasagna or something like that. Like, that's just weird. No, that'd be weird with chicken in it. Um, I like how I asked him what's the worst part of the city of Dallas. And he said drivers. Yeah. <laughs> and then he said he got in an accident like the, the day before. <laughs> I was like, what the crap? Brandon Ashley was in the car and like all stuff. And yes. I was like, what? <laughs> Oh, how ironic is it that you got in a you got in a car crash with somebody named Bash? <laughs> All right, we're gonna end it on that. That's the best way we get on this podcast, guys. Thank you so much for listening to Lockdown Mavericks. Uh, we really appreciate it. You can follow me at Nick Van Exit. You can follow Isaac at Isaac L Harris. You can also follow us at Lockdown Mavs. We post all the pods there. Thank you so much for joining us. Peace out. Boom.